All right, episode 26 live. Here we go. We have John Sherwin. We have Jay Kim from Hydrant. We are going to talk sports nutrition, I think. Let's get right into it. Either one of you are going to give me the, uh, the intro here. Tell me when did it start? How did it start? Why did it start? Give it to me. All right, I think it probably makes sense for me to take this one. Um, when did it start? There was an iteration of Hydrant uh, very early on, which was just me, started in 2017. Um, that was really like getting the formula nailed down, getting V1 brand. I, I should say V1 on formula as well. Um, I met Jay in the summer of 2018, uh, which is when we typically talk about launching the Hydrant brand because uh, Jay did something remarkable. He dropped out three weeks into the Wharton MBA program, <laughs> took his tuition money out and invested it into the company. So we had startup capital, uh, two team members with very different skill sets, um, like a little overlap enough for us to, to gel really well, but we're able to work on, on different work streams. Um, and so summer of 2018 is the launch. Um, and that brings us to today. Yeah. So I guess the, the thing I would add to that story is when you bring in a co-founder along the way, um, it's, it's definitely a tricky process. I would try and give advice, but the way that we did it was, uh, it was a handshake deal four weeks after meeting each other for the first time. So nice. uh, pretty high stakes. I like that. Let's talk about how proud Jay's parents are about that move. Um, no, <laughs> let, let, we'll, get, we'll, we'll circle back on that. Um, Jay, when you took the leap to go into the business, uh, what was it? What was this uh, reaction you had? Maybe when you saw the brand, you had met John. G give us that take. So I was actually working on identical problem on my own independently. And it just happens to be that I was stuck with the product development phase because I don't have science background like John does. So um, I was kind of frustrated. I was like, I couldn't really make much progress. So when I met John, from my perspective, it was a perfect fit. He already has a great product, uh, a great brand that we can kind of build on. So for me, it was matchmaker in heaven. And, and what was the problem? You, you, you said problem. What is it? So I think you, you mean like the problem that I was trying to solve? Exactly. So I think for me, uh, I was coming more from a fatigue angle angle uh more from a natural energy perspective i used to excessively rely on coffee and energy drink um you know i came from a background that require long work hours so um being excessively rely on these caffeinated drinks i felt like i was destroying my health and i was looking for various ways to um have a higher level of energy in, in a more natural way and I ran into a concept of hacking hydration or proper hydration on a daily basis using various electrolyte products. So uh, from my perspective, it was creating an electrolyte product that I can consume on a daily basis um, for my energy. Give us the three products just for, for those that are watching, that the five people that are watching right now. Give us the, the few products. What are they? Um, you know, how, do they, how are they used and what are the ingredients in them uh, as, far as, as far as the stuff that you're, you're looking to uh, fill the void with? Sure. Um, so the base product is how I would call it. We call it the rapid hydration mix. 
Um, it has four key electrolytes, sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc in that order, as well as real fruit juice powder, a little bit of cane sugar, and a little bit of citric acid. Super simple formula, not very many ingredients. The idea is by having the right balance of electrolytes, the right amount, small amount of sugar, um, you are able to speed up the process of hydration. It happens earlier in the digestive system. Uh, and so you feel more energized. Drinking water when you don't have enough of it, when you're dehydrated, um, makes you feel more energized. So that's our skew number one, the rapid hydration mix. Comes in a number of different flavors. We just launched three more this summer. Um, when we launched it, we really encourage people to drink it first thing in the morning, which is a time of the day when you're particularly dehydrated. Uh, often don't even realize that's why you're feeling tired and groggy when you wake up. Um, we had such a strong consumer response to that uh, moment in, in the day that we started getting feedback of like, when do I drink this before coffee or after coffee? Like, what's the best? And we're like, you know what? Why don't we add caffeine and L-theanine to kind of like upgrade your coffee, uh, your morning coffee, so that people can start that day hydrated, caffeinated, and focused. Got it. And so who are the consumers? Uh, give us sort of the, the three main consumer groups that you're going after. Sure. Um, well, I think the, the obvious one is the athletes or the people who like to work out. So people who are looking for healthier version of sport, uh, sports drink, lower calorie, lower sugar amount. I think that's like one major consumer group. Another consumer group would be um, people who don't love drinking water because they're uh, the flavor or, or whatever. Um, so they're adding a little bit of fun into their water. I will probably say the third one is uh, people who are either uh, living or working um, in a really hot environment. Um, so whether you're someone who is in construction or a contractor doing a lot of work outside, um, suffering from heat, uh, loves hydrant because they can feel the difference. Where was the original channel as far as sales? Uh, what year was it? How were you selling the first iteration of the product? So um, I would probably say it was our website. 2018 um, started to sell from our website, drinkhydrant.com. And uh, with single flavor, just lime and evolved into uh, expanding our channel into Amazon around December of 2018 and started to expand our SKUs, um, got into Whole Foods in the Northeast around last fall, 2019 fall. Um, and we're, we're now, and we're also in discussion with a lot of major retailers for launch for Q4. I like that and I think I'm gonna get to that in a second. As far as you two, um, and those that are watching, you are a unique uh, founder's um, um, sort of makeup. And what I mean by that is two, I, I believe, John, where did you go to school? I went to Oxford University in the UK. Okay. And then Jay, where was your undergraduate? I went to GW for undergrad. Okay. So you're, you're educated. I mean, like, you know, I, I want to I like bring that to light, right? two super educated, highly intelligent individuals who want to get into the CPG space, right? Um, it, it's every, you know, it's every founder's um, experience or background or, or the why, right? I, I talk about the WHY. It's always a little bit different, right? And that's what, that's what makes it go around. I think that's what's so fun about it. Could you tell me 
if you believe you brought something unique into the startup because of the educational background, because of your intellect. And, you know, I'm, I'm not doing the, like, the, 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 the pat on the bat, like, thing. I'm, like, keeping this real. Like, what do you think, what do you think that could be? I mean, um, so I, I can take a stab at this uh, for me. I think on, on my side, it's really a, a scientific method more than anything. So not only is our product really grounded in research and building our research through looking at the academic literature on hydration and, you know, we're going to be launching other functions down the road. So it, it's very rigorous. I think that scientific method when applied to uh, various parts of the business has been it leads to a very detail-oriented evidence and data-based approach to growing the business. That said, it is also quite cautious, so it helps to have a more risk-taker-oriented mindset in the business as well. Uh, and that's something that I think Jay really brings to the table to like even me out, if you like. Jay's like, spend it all, dude. Spend it all. <laughs> and John is like checking him out the door. I like that. Um, but that, that is important. Um, you know, most would, would say, I mean, you could tell, you know, most who know me or see my personality, they would probably say you're probably more like an all in. Um, and I am, it's all in all the time. So that is, uh, that's, that is a great benefit uh, for, for having the both of you. It's a great uh, offset. You need that. Um, talk about some fundraising because the reality is, and you don't have to be specific, but you started, uh, you noted about Jay coming in with some money early. And then from there, uh, did you guys, I believe you guys recently had a raise. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, so we had a, we had some initial capital from my tuition money and within the first six weeks, uh, we raised our seed round initially from my friends and family and some of the people that I work with. So I raised about 800 grand from people around my network. And then I raised another extra $900,000 or so, um, from uh, some institutional funds, um, including the investment arm of Philadelphia 76ers. So that was our first seed round. And um, after that, we raised our Series A. Um, we, we actually finished raising money around end of last year, and then uh, we recently uh, made the announcement only about two months ago. Um, and then that amount was 5.75 million. Got it. That's a big number. That is a big number. Um, for those, again, when we, when we hear about that, right, those on the other side of this, maybe if they're in CBG, maybe they're not, right? You know, I'm in, I'm in California. I'm in, I'm in the Bay Area, California. So this is like, you know, I hear about it all the time, right? I mean, especially in the, in the tech world, right? Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, me being in the space, when I read about and hear about it, um, I, I love it because I'm just a positive. I try to bring in positivity. What do, you, what do you think that they were looking for? Even in that original, I, not just maybe in the seed, because you have family and friends who know you, right? They're like, I believe in these guys. And then you have the product, the brand, they taste it. Maybe they're like, I think that this has some, some legs. But the, the step after that, when you are going into institutional money, right? It's not, so, they don't know you. They may look at your background to be fair, right? You got, again, highly educated, smart guys. What do you think that they're looking at? Like the three things that you think that they're looking at 
in your pitch to give you or write you a check? Um, I think they still look at team, I think for sure, uh, during Series A. So they definitely still look at the founder team, um, not only their just their background, but also the compatibility with the fund. I think various funds have different styles. Some of them are more hands-on than others. So they definitely want to see, can we work with uh, this group of founders? Um, <clears throat> so that's, that's one thing. I would say second is um, the market potential. So I think for us, interestingly, Series A was easier than Seed. Um, seed round for us personally because by the time when we got to Series A uh, we had more inbound than us reaching out to other investors and I think it was because um, these investors were experienced CPG investors that were already familiar with this category and they've done their due diligence thinking about um, the potential of the market so now, now they were betting on the right product and um and then the founding team members so um so i think the market potential is definitely an important factor there um um sorry just one layer deep on on the market potential they probably mm -hmm. wanted to see um how other comp other competitors are doing or the, who's the largest competitor are they too big or, or 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 are large enough to validate the potential but um, still has a room for other uh, competing brands to play in the market and how penetrate are those brands in, in the retail landscape. So I think those are interesting information for, um, for the fund to look at the market that, potential. That, that, that's a fantastic value add. If, if scroll, go back a minute, every, you know, and, and listen to that. There are some <laughs> key, no, there's some really so great value in there. Um, I also, you know, again, kudos to you guys. The brand is special in the, it's a phenomenal name. Um, and the look and feel uh, is good. Um, I'll, you know, I'll be transparent. I've never tasted it, right? I've never had it. So that will be a key one. And I will, I will after this show. Um, so, uh, because you would agree, right? Then there's, then there's the product. Exactly. Uh, you know, you, you can't, you can't bullshit that, right? Mm -hmm. You just, mm -hmm. you can't, you can dress it all up. It's all good. You know, as they say, it's kind of, you could dress that bad boy up, but at the end of the day, once they taste, it is the question of, are they going to come back? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and like, even as we learned, I learned that early, it was something that I had, like, just had it really ingrained and say, if you want, you can build something, if it's uh, okay, but not something to scale, you know, mm -hmm. I know you guys want to build something to scale, right? Mm -hmm. Something big, a big, powerful brand with many, many consumers, right? Totally. Um, and taste is key. So, all right. Last one, maybe two more. Where are you guys in 12 months? Uh, we talk COVID because we have to, we, Started in mid-March, there was some disruption there as probably even for you guys trying to get into retail, things got pushed back. Um, there is, you know, it, it was, you know, it's harder to get the meetings, uh, but you guys were direct to consumer as part of the big piece of the business, which is always good, especially now. Uh, we all know immunity is key right now. So I think you guys should be, I'm, I'm certain you are already, you know, taking advantage of that aspect. 
Um, what does the business look like in 12 months from now? I'll take a crack at it. Um, I think there are three areas that I could comment on. I think one is continue to build our subscriber base. So uh, keep growing our e-commerce e-commerce space. And second, um, by next by end of next summer, um, uh, be in a lot of the major retailers. I think we have a few uh, that we're, we'll be announcing around end of September or mid September. So definitely some major retail penetration on the go-to-market strategy front. And thirdly, um, a lot more uh, product innovation. So um, a lot a lot of interesting um, flavor innovation, a lot of interesting functional innovation. So um, that's what I expect for the next 12 months. I like it. John, you're gonna get it. You're talking right now, okay? <laughs> John, the, the product, it, John, John give, give, give me something. All right, so I can give you something on the product side. It's, it's good for Jay to talk about product because it's usually punchier and obviously we want to keep some of the secrets under wraps. Um, so certainly like COVID has us thinking about immunity and the role of hydration and immunity. Um, so we're, we're keeping a close eye there. Uh, we are working on ways to speed up our product innovation uh, and really kind of leverage this investment that we raised at the end of last year. Um, the key thing for us is that everything like you hit on the, the taste point. As a scientist in the early days, I did not think taste was important. We launched one flavor, it was super functional, it was the best at what it did, but of course, very quickly we learned, oh wow, no, taste is the thing. It did taste good, but um, we needed more flavors, we needed to, to really work on that. So um, despite that, we've, we've learned about flavor, we're innovating as much, as fast as we can on the flavor side, where it really gets a little bit more kind of, um, detailed is the R&D side for function. Uh, and for that, we leverage scientists going through, combing through academic literature on the latest and greatest ingredients for any given function, uh, and basically building our own database for um, the evidence for and against that ingredient contributing to a function. So we have some really exciting new products kind of on the roadmap uh, in the works. I, I'm a skeptic going in, I'll be like, yeah, there's no way we can make that product. And then the scientists come back and they're like, well, actually, you know, check out this data. I'm like, whoa, yeah, okay, we can definitely make this. So there's, there's some exciting things in the next 12 months um, on the product side. And that's why it's better for Jay to answer this because I get, I get too nutty uh, into the details. I like it. Data, folks, they use the word data. That's a good one and it should be used all the time, not just in finding out whether or not the product's moving and who it's moving with and who the consumer is, but data inside the product, finding out uh, all that scientific stuff as far as hydration. Right. John and Jay, their info, he always tells me I don't point it the right way, so now I just do this. <laughs> uh, Hydrant, I, I enjoyed having you guys on. We've wrapped uh, offline before about some other stuff. You know it always ping me if you need, you know, need anything. I'll try to answer it. I don't know if I can, but I'll try. Uh, be good. Peace out, fellas. Thanks, Mark. <laughs>